You are listening to LDS and Loving Life, Episode 1, Feelings. Are you a member of The Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints and sometimes feel overburdened, discouraged, and generally not as happy as you'd like to be? If so, welcome. I'm Jordana Thiessen. I am a lifelong member of The Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints and a certified life coach. I am here to help you use the gospel in the way that I believe it is meant to be used, to bring you joy. Let go of limiting beliefs that bring you down and welcome empowering beliefs that lift you up. I'm so excited you're here. Hello, everyone. Welcome to my first episode of my podcast. I am so excited. I have actually been wanting to start a podcast for a while now and I thought for a long time that I needed to do certain things be at a certain place in my life coaching business to start a podcast and then I realized "Mm, no how about I start a podcast now I'm so excited for it Um, I really hope that the podcast both today and all my future episodes are going to help you to learn how to enjoy your life more especially if you are a member of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, and to help you overcome the challenges that you are facing in a way that combines the gospel, which is the greatest gift that we have, and the tools from life coaching. So just a little bit about me. My name is Jordana Thiessen, and I grew up as a member of the church, and I grew up in Alberta, Canada, And now my husband, four children, and I live in Saskatchewan, Canada. Growing up as a member of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints has always been something that I've really valued. I've always loved the gospel and its teachings. And honestly, I was really blessed and am continued to be blessed with it to be easy for me to believe. And so as you listen to the podcast Maybe there will be times that you're thinking, oh, well, it's easy for you. You've, like, you just believe and it's not a problem. And to that, I would say yes and no. It has definitely been an advantage to me. And I've still had my own struggles and challenges, just like each of us. So no matter where you fall on if it's easy to believe or hard to believe, the podcast that and the things that I'm going to share with you on the podcast, sorry, um, are going to really help you live the gospel in a way that you can enjoy your life. So I'm really excited to share that with you. The tools that I'm going to be sharing are tools that I've learned um, through being a life coach and being certified as a coach. I um, first got introduced to life coaching when my son was really, really struggling, and frankly, I was really struggling with my son, who was struggling at bedtime. It was a two-hour fight every single night, yelling, screaming, crying, mean words from both of us. (laughs) A lot of things said that really weren't meant, and definitely on more than one occasion, I locked myself in the bathroom, crying so that I could be away from him and also so that I wouldn't do something that I would later regret. It was horrible. 
I knew that a change needed to be done. And I really wanted my son to change. And I knew that I wasn't parenting in the greatest way. And so I... I knew that a change needed to be done. And then the timing was perfect where I found a coach and she was coaching around parenting. And so I signed up and after just three sessions, a noticeable difference was seen. My husband could see it. I was changing, which then allowed my husband to see things and learn things and my husband to begin to change. And my son began to change because He's, he was young. He could only reflect what we were doing and, and even still. And so bedtime became so much better. So, so much better. And so that coach, I have to do a shout out to her. Her name is Crystal and she has a program called Parent School and she has a podcast called The Parenting Coach Podcast. And so anything child rearing related she is your coach. Go see her. Go listen to her. So as I was now involved in life coaching, I realized I love this. I want this to be a part of my life because it has made such an impact on me. And I started coaching March of, or getting coached March of 2020. Who doesn't remember what happened in March of 2020? If you were in Alberta at the time, that is when everything closed down, no school, no church. <laughs> Basically, that was my life, church and school for my kids. So those things were gone and it made it so much easier. Plus, I had a young baby at the time. And honestly, the lockdown period was a really great time for me and for my family. And life coaching definitely had given me the tools to make it so and because being a member of the church is so important to me, I kind of call myself like a church nerd. <laughs> and I love to make connections with things around me to the gospel. And so just naturally, I was applying life coaching tools to my faith. And I was getting all of these insights and understandings and ways to apply the gospel in ways that felt so good. And I felt like my... Um, my, my testimony, my relationship with the Savior just increased so much. And so that is what I do as a coach now. I want to help people live their faith and, and not use the gospel to beat themselves up because especially as women, I think we are really, really talented at putting ourselves down. And when you're ready to make changes in your life, 100%. Complete honesty with yourself is vital and it's going to be hard and uncomfortable and scary. But when we do it from a place of love and compassion and understanding that I'm not alone in doing this and real change is possible, then real change does happen and it feels so good. So today... What I really want to focus on is the importance of feelings, of emotions, which I'll use either word. They're the same thing for me, okay? And there's so much power in our feelings. So I'm not going to go into it today, but just really, really quickly, our thoughts, the things that we're thinking are what create our feelings. 
I'll talk about that in another podcast, or you can come coach with me one-on-one and we'll dive into it some more. So I want to give you a little bit of a new outlook on feelings. First of all, we are, as a society, are really out of touch with our feelings. We are conditioned to not feel certain feelings or to acknowledge them. And we certainly don't have the ability to describe how an emotion feels. And what I mean by that is, how do you know that you are feeling mad compared to something like jealousy? How do you know that you are excited versus happy, right? And so we struggle to just describe the physical sensation of an emotion. And we are really limited in our vocabulary. We know, okay, I'm feeling good, bad, sad, happy, mad, right? Maybe a few other words, but there are a lot of words to describe what we are feeling that we just aren't practiced in using. And so um, it's just, it's a challenge, right? It's not really acceptable in our society and we want and I want to help change that and there's a lot of other people who are working to to improve society in general to be okay with feeling feelings here is the big thing that I want you to learn today it is not wrong to feel any emotion There's not a wrong emotion. There's not a right emotion. There's not an evil emotion. There's not a righteous emotion. You know, and as I say that, I'm thinking, yeah, you know, there are things that are more godly and things that are more natural, man, more carnal. But the way I'm going to describe it, I hope that you'll understand what I'm getting to. So feeling the emotion of anger or jealousy, discouragement, proud desire, lust, spite, bitterness, all things that we are taught are bad, it's, it's not wrong to feel these things. And we go right to the scriptures, right? But if we're angry at our brother, we need to repent. And I'm not discouraging that. Absolutely. And I have things about repentance that just feel so good that I'm going to cover in another podcast. But for right now, I want you to hear me out, Okay. Yes, our goal ultimately is perfection, and that's going to happen in the eternities, not here in this life, and we can start practicing, okay? And who here doesn't feel angry at times? (laughs) Who here doesn't feel those emotions that are not Christ-like? Right now, we all feel them, and in order to improve, we first need to acknowledge that we feel them. And I want to make some suggestions about why it's not wrong to feel any emotion. Jesus suffered all manner, felt, yeah, suffered. It says he suffered all manner of pains and afflictions. Alma in the Book of Mormon taught that there has to be opposition in all things. So let's start with the opposition. That's going to be a little bit easier to understand. Who here has ever had a sore throat. I hate having a sore throat. Every time I get a sore throat, I just pray and say, please let my throat feel better. I promise I'll never take being able to swallow without pain for granted again. 
And guess what? When my throat is better, <laughs> I do feel so much gratitude at first for being able to swallow pain-free. But guess what? Then I go back to taking it for granted. Right now, I'm very grateful and aware of being able to swallow pain-free because I'm thinking about it. But most of the time, I'm not thinking about it. And I just swallow and go on my happy way. <laughs> so I am able to better appreciate having a throat that doesn't hurt and being able to swallow without pain so much more after having experienced pain when I swallow from a sore throat. So this applies to emotions as well. Look at happiness. Who has felt sad before? I know I have felt sad. And the greater my sadness is around a situation, when, you know, depending on the situation, like we'll, we'll feel sad and then something happens and we're able to feel happy. And that happiness feels so much better because we've experienced the sad. We, like the happiness is more happy after we've experienced sadness. So the, the greater the sadness, the greater our ability to feel happiness. Um, same thing with something like anger and love. When you feel intense anger or dislike and you compare it to when you feel intense love and compassion, we are able to notice just how much better it feels when we have experienced the opposite. So I just need to find my spot here. So we really do need reminders. We forget a lot. We take things for granted a lot. And so part of the human experience is to learn how to feel emotions. Now, I want to clarify something here because if I don't clarify it, it's really easy to, to misunderstand what I'm saying. When we feel angry, we often think of yelling, right? Saying mean words. I mean, th that's what I think of. But what I, what I mean by feel here is the physical sensations that you feel from an emotion. So how do you know if you're happy or if you're excited? They feel different in your body. Sadness feels different than anger. I have, so that could, it could be something like a tightening in your stomach or your chest. Maybe it feels like a twisting knot. Maybe something is pulsing or spinning, or maybe it feels like a sharp pang somewhere. Maybe you feel it behind your eyes or in your forehead or in your jaw, your nose, sometimes even like your nose or your cheeks. I've got this one. It's like a shame, embarrassment thing. I'm still trying to figure out exactly what it is. But I have what looks like <laughs> silver mercury, right? The shiny silver. <laughs> and it starts in my wrist. And it's like this silver mercury shoots up my wrist into my thumbs. just And it's just moving really fast and just like pulse, pulse, pulse. And it's like this kind of sharp pain. But it's just from this emotion, but it's just so strange <laughs> that I feel it in my wrist and my thumb. So that's just a really clear example for me of, oh yeah, here's a physical sensation that I don't feel on a regular basis, but when I'm feeling this emotion, I do. 
So when we have a thought that creates a feeling, our brain just releases a, a chemical in our body, like adrenaline, right? We feel adrenaline when we're feeling um, like needing to be on high alert. And so we're feeling like danger or responding to danger or fear or excitement, right? Just that adrenaline rush, it's, that's just the chemical released. So our brain just releases chemicals and those chemicals create physical sensations in our bodies. So now I want to move that over into the one about Jesus suffering all manner of pain and affliction, okay? Including this emotional pain. He experienced all of it. And because Jesus did a perfect atoning sacrifice, absolutely 100% I can say he felt every single emotion. He felt every single physical sensation that comes with these emotions. And I love the word suffered. I was teaching the song, A Child's Prayer, to our primary last year. And the part where it says, suffer the children to come to me. One of the boys, he started just like acting in this way where he like he was being silly, right? But like, he's suffering. It's so hard. And so I saw this as a really great opportunity. And I asked the primary children, do you know what suffer means? And some said no. And some said things like, oh yeah, like when something really bad happens and it hurts, you know, things like that. And I said to them, actually, suffer here means to allow. Jesus was saying, allow the children to come to me. Now, Jesus suffered all manner of pains and afflictions. Jesus suffered. He allowed all manner of pain and affliction. He allowed the experiences the emotions, the sensations of those emotions to come to him. He wasn't mad at them. He didn't try to push them away. He didn't try to pretend they weren't there. And he didn't act poorly based off of emotions that often cause us to act poorly. Because we're not perfect. We do act out our anger and our frustration and our jealousy and our resentment because we are imperfect. And that's a whole reason why we're here, right? <laughs> Let's do better. Let's use the atonement. And so we get to start practicing. And that is where I love this, this tool of how to feel feelings. And it's just noticing the sensation and not acting out what we want to do. And so eating is a really good one. If you are bored, you might go to eat. And so when you learn how to just recognize when I feel bored... You know, maybe you feel something kind of spinning in your chest or something. I don't know. It's different for everyone. And just learning how to be okay with feeling that spinning in your chest instead of going to eat, right? Learn to feel that tightness in your jaw and the heat in your face when you're angry instead of yelling at your kids. This is a real thing that I experience. <laughs> and so an emotion is just an uncomfortable physical sensation and then it goes away. So it's not a sin to experience the pain of a broken bone. And it's not a sin to experience the physical sensation from feeling an emotion. In fact, it's a skill to develop. The more that we can feel these uncomfortable emotions and not act on them, especially when acting on them is is breaking commandments or causing harm to ourselves or others, whether physically or, or emotionally, we expand and we grow and we become more who Jesus Christ 
makes it possible for us to be more who we are meant to be. And that is a beautiful thing. My coaching program that I have, my business is called You Are Limitless. And the reason for that is because I need the reminder and I think we all need the reminder that our potential, our ability is limitless. We're not going to achieve perfection here. And that's okay because here isn't where it ends. So the two huge things that I want you to remember today is that number one, it's not wrong to feel any emotion. And number two is that feeling an emotion is just experiencing the physical sensations um, that that emotion brings to you. Thank you so much for listening. Don't forget to share this with others. Reach out to me if you have questions. I'm on Facebook at You Are Limitless. And I have um, my website, youarelimitless.ca, where you can come book some coaching with me. So I'm so excited to hear from you. Have a beautiful day. Thanks for joining me today. If you found this episode helpful or interesting in any way, I would love for you to share it with others. Rate it and leave a review. I offer one-on-one coaching for people just like you. If you want a coach who values and understands how important your faith is in dealing with your personal struggles, I would love to be your coach. You can sign up for a try it out session today at youarelimitless.ca. See you soon.